0: Welcome to another episode in this podcast series, Emotional Survival for the Holidays, Stress Survival for the Holidays. Carlene Savage here, conflict resolution expert and your host. This episode, this episode, what to do when things get off track? Because surely they will. So what do you do? You know, I kind of feel like I'm supposed to have some music that plays in between the opening and starting, that kind of thing. But mm, I digress. Um, what to do when things get off track? Ah, oh, they can get off track so easily. Those, that, those students that are in my course are um, get to the point where they go, conflict, problems are everywhere. Carleen, problems are everywhere. But the interesting thing is now they don't deal and absorb the problems the same way. They don't. Because they realize what's theirs, what's not theirs, how to deal with it when it is and how to deal with it when it's not theirs. And it's beautiful because it's genuine. It's authentic. It's an authenticity. Whew. I mean, think about it. Hostage crisis in courtrooms. If you can't be authentic, if you can't be genuinely exposing, there, there, there's a big cost to that. Big cost. Anyway. Um... I'm going to give you an example, and this this is going to probably be a short episode, because it's super simple. Again, it's interesting, in hostage crisis and courtrooms, the resolution, the way to solve problems where everybody's happy, where everybody works, and and I realize, because I hear it all the time, that it's impossible for that to happen, but that's only coming from people who have never taken my course, because it's not true how do we help hostage situations? We don't help hostage situations because we are fake. And now some can, some can be, you know, and that's a whole nother story, but, um, we don't get to resolution. True. This kind of resolution for the holidays, this kind of resolution, we don't get to by being fake. So, Things do get off track. There is conflict everywhere. It's how you absorb it. But remember, you have one goal of the holiday season. You have one goal. That's all you need to focus on. One goal. But what happens when somebody throws you off your game? (laughs) What happens when you have that anomaly that comes in and pokes the bear? How do you deal with that? I was talking to my daughter and I was dealing, um, I had just come off of dealing with one of my sons, and these are adult children. So I was dealing with one of my sons. It's just like dealing with a relative at your, in your life, or son, a friend, or you know somebody at church. No different. But I was dealing with one of my sons. I wasn't tickled about what was happening when he was dealing with me and kind of his point of view wasn't tickled about it and so i was a little frustrated when i when i was finished and i was just sitting there and my daughter calls me and she's telling me about stuff about her work and what's going on and you know how she's you know, super excited about this part and super excited about that part. And she says, you know, that's, that's the power, mom, you're so creative and innovative and kind of, you know, in your thoughts and how you come up with things. It's so creative, mom, you're amazing. So creative. And she goes, and I'm really good at, um, you know, solving the problems and fixing those and making sure that they get done. Now she works in corporate America. That's her job. She works in it. And so solving the fixes, it's, it's, it's either you do or you don't because in coding and in IT, it either works or it doesn't. Right. So there's no gray. If it's not working, everybody knows it. So they were asked to come up with a creative project for this whole company, um, to work on. And if the company liked the idea, then they would take it on as a project. So mom, she calls me, what can we do? So I tell her, I give her some, you know, after a couple of thoughts, I give some ideas and she goes, oh my gosh, that's so great. It's creative. That's that mom, you did such a great job. And I'm somebody that can help implement that. And because I know how to solve these problems. And I said, "Yeah, I said that's so good. It's amazing. You're amazing." And I, and when she said, "You know, you're so creative, mom," and I said, "I said, oh my gosh, thank you. That's what I do. I show up for you. I'm doing that kind of a conversation. I show up for you, sweetie." And I said, "You know, but that's the thing. You don't have a vision for it. You don't have a vision." And and I and I kind of felt it at the time, but it was ever so quiet. That little ping. That little huh? and I walked away, you know, we, we continued our conversation and, and I said, oh my gosh, you're going to be amazing. And yeah, it's a great idea. And go, and she's like, yeah. And okay. So that's where, that's where we end and we're loving each other. We end the conversation by the tone of that conversation. I guess that little ping, what didn't mean much. And then I got a text from her late that night, mom, what did you mean by, I don't have any vision? And I realized, um, so I hear the whole story the next day and, but that night I messaged her and she'd asked me something else. So I responded to the other question and then I said, and about the vision thing, it's late. Um, I'll explain it tomorrow. It's, it probably, it came out wrong. I'm sorry. Let me explain it tomorrow. So the next day she calls, but she doesn't say anything. She doesn't reference my, my text. She doesn't say anything. It's beautiful. Kind of her sweet, but how unfair of me. So anyway, I said, Oh, let's talk about that thing. That thing I said, let's talk about what I said is what I said. She goes, okay. And I said, so it just came out wrong you do have vision. I've seen all the things that you've accomplished in your business, in the the company. I see what you've done for them. I see where you're going. I see how the leadership from the president to the vice presidents have noticed you. You have vision. And I said, but that came out wrong. I said, we were actually talking about creativity and being creative. And I said, sometimes for me and where I'm standing, In corporate America, sometimes they say, be innovative, be creative, as long as you're not, as long as you stay in the box. It reminded me of How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, where they're all sitting there, and remember, they take off their shoes, and um, Kate Hudson, and I think it's Kate Hudson, but anyway, they're sitting there, and she wants to be this really political and just this amazing, robust, deep thought writer and she's working at a fashion magazine and her boss says, yes, be free, write anything you want. And she goes, great. I have some ideas. And she talks about her ideas and, and her boss says, um, what? She goes, no, no, no. You can be as creative as you want, as long as it's about fashion and makeup. And, and she was wholly disappointed that's what I was sharing with her, and I shared that with my daughter. And I said, you know, we were talking about creativity, and and it's interesting because the company is asking for you guys to be super creative, but they don't they don't endorse it by behavior. They want you to be creative as long as it fits into their their scheme. And which there's nothing wrong with that. Okay, sideline, um, side note, there's nothing wrong with that. That it can be exactly what the corporation can have. When they request that of their employees, it's you can be creative, but you have to only be creative to achieve this goal. There's nothing wrong with that. But they were saying, come up with something innovative and outside the box, creative. And so that's a little harder to do when you've been working for the company for, you know, four or seven years and you've been taught to be creative within a a scope, you know, and in, in, inside of a bubble. So when I was talking to her, I was telling her this, and I said, it's hard for you to be able to be creative and come up with this kind of thought because that is more of entrepreneurial, and you, they're asking you to be more entrepreneurial, but they haven't allowed that kind of freedom in the work, which justly so. It makes sense. And I was, so I was saying, it's hard for you to have an entrepreneurial vision and come up with something. And that's why I can, because I've been entrepreneurial. I have my own business. I, I've problem solved. I've worked, you know, from a, a national level and I've worked in a local level, Mm -hmm. state level, doing all of those kinds of creative problem solving things. So when you come to me and you say, hey, I need a creative idea for my industry. It's a lot easier for me to have a vision of that than it is for somebody who's been told, no, you can't think that far and to be entrepreneurial. So I was explaining that to her and she goes, oh my gosh, that makes so much more sense. She goes, I was telling, I was, she was talking to her husband. I was telling him. This made me frustrated because, so that, isn't that what we do? We walk away from these pings, from these little, what appears to be a dig and we walk away and we inflame it. And she didn't, she didn't actually inflame it. She was just telling him, you know, she's frustrated. It made her feel like, you know, she doesn't have a vision and oh my gosh, my mom is the one who's saying it. And what does that mean? And, um, and I'm so grateful that she came back. I'm so grateful that she came back to address it and said, Mom, what did you mean by that? And I was able to explain and say, Oh my gosh, of course you have vision. Holy cow. If you guys knew the accomplishments, she she has saved her company millions of dollars with just an idea, just an alteration because she understands the industry just an alteration saying hey when this these stakeholders work like this this is what happens so move this button and put it over here because this is the way it, they operate that one decision saved, the, saved them hundreds of thousands of dollars yeah so does she have vision absolutely the girl has vision can she come up with something innovative outside the box not necessarily but she is power. And that is what she needs to know. She is power. So can I be more scrappy, come up with something a little bit scrappier, something that my job doesn't depend on it, right? Giving that idea, giving my ideas, it's not going anywhere. It's not going to impact my ability to um, be promoted. It's not going to impact my ability to be viewed and how people view me. Giving her my scrappy ideas is not going to impact that. That allows her to sift through it. But if she were to go and give ideas, see that would influence what they thought of her. That would influence, could could influence promotions, could influence her pay raises, could influence how much she's given and liberties that she's given how much responsibility she's given, what they think of her ability to problem solve. That all is wrapped up in that one question that they ask. So she has to stay in the bubble and has to sift through. So while she's coming up with this creative idea, she's also calculating, you know, what is that going to mean? What do I say? What do I share? That is the trouble and power she has. Mm-hmm. So when we're processing through this, I can be that scrappy, hey, let's, let's come up with these crazy ideas and let's see what happens. And I can, I can broadcast them all and we can play with those ideas because she's safe. It's a safe conversation. It's not going to influence. Until I said, oh, but you don't have any vision. Ah, Sometimes I can be so dorky. So, but what do you do when things get off track? You heard one of them. I just said, ah, let's talk about it tomorrow. What's interesting is that when she unfolded kind of her side of it afterwards, and she said, yeah, I told my husband, you know, I told him I was frustrated about this. And he said, your mom was, you know, if your mom was still frustrated about your brother and the conversation she had with your brother... If she was still frustrated about that, because I did say, I'm a little frustrated with your brother in that conversation. Um, If your mom was still frustrated about your brother, she could have said that and not meant that, but you know, it's what we do, right? It's we walk away and gosh, do I want to go down the rabbit hole, the dark hole? Do I want to do that or do I want to rise above it? I don't know. But at that moment, she was like frustrated and and making that decision. And her husband comes along and says, well, maybe she was just frustrated with your brother. Maybe she said it and didn't mean it. And she had to decide, do I want to take that one? Do I want to believe that or do I want to go down this dark hole? So she was playing, right? And then she came to me. She said to herself, I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. So I'm going to ask my mom. Hey, mom, what do you mean by I don't have any vision? And I was able to, to pull things back. What do you do when things get off track? You pull them back. How simple is this? Simply sending a text going, hey, it's late. Let me explain it. I'm so sorry. It may have been, been misunderstood. What about, here's some other examples. Just say it. Oh, I said that. Oh, gosh, terrible. Bad on me. Is that horrible? Does that expose you? Does that keep you from a promotion? Does that, I don't know. But so simple. I've said it in professional settings. What about, oh, that didn't come out right. I know I was in the middle of a conversation and I was saying something and somebody else was there and I the comment I made, the person I was saying it to knew, but the person that was also in the room that didn't know me as well. It could have sounded really bad. So I thought about it for a second, and I went, Hey, just so you know, that came out like it sounded like this, but that's not what I meant. So the person looked at me and said, Oh, my gosh, um, no, I didn't think that. Even if she thought it, even if she thought it, I gave her a retract and an opportunity to not go home and go, What was that? What is this woman what did she mean? I gave her a retract. So that didn't come out right. Here's another one. Well, I saw that happening different differently. I saw that happening differently. Um maybe, maybe, you know, I saw that happening differently. I remember I went and talked to somebody about a contract, an agreement, and they verbally gave us an agreement. Well, somebody of the two people The other person gave us a verbal agreement, not just once, but probably six times that verbal agreement. It's really okay. It's got, we've got it taken care of. That, that is the way this contract is going to go. It will work. That is, and then when it came to the other person, the decision maker, um, apparently the boss, um, we had never talked to the boss. We'd only been talking to this person about the contract and the boss came in and said, nope, that's not the case. Not going to honor it. And so, no, we're not going to do it. So we went into the boss or I went into the boss and I said, so was that really true? And she said, yep, it's really true. I said, really? Okay. So then I went back to the person who I'd been talking to many, many times. And I said, hey, so just so you know, it's not according to what the contract was. It's not according to your verbal agreement with me. It's not according to what you said. And the lady that I was talking to, her mouth dropped. And she's going, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And it's like, now she's got to be careful what she says, right? So she's saying, I don't know. I don't know why. I'm going to have to find out. I'm so sorry. I don't know. And so we had to go back. So I go back to her and... Um, there was an actual email and in that email, there was something that I wanted to know. Oh, it was when she submitted our request on this contract for this one piece that I, she had been saying over and over again, it's fine. It's going to be part of it. We just have to get the okay. (coughs) So I wanted to know when did you send that email? So I went down and I, and I talked to her the woman that I'd been normally talking to. And I said, I'd like to know the date that you sent that email because that will give me timing. Um, And she goes, oh, okay, you know, I'll I'll get that. So she got that for me. And so she said, you know, I don't know. I don't know why it happened. I don't know when. And yeah, you did talk to me. We did talk about it several times. And I said, yeah. I said, I'm not understanding this. And she said, well, you know, maybe we could all talk about it together. And in my head, I'm going, that's ridiculous. Just fricking honor the agreement. Um, but I didn't. I said, okay, let's all sit down and have a party kind of thing. I, my, my attitude was raunchy about this. I was just so upset because I had been working on this for a month. And I kept being reassured. Don't sweat it. Not a big deal. We don't need to put it in print yet. It's not a big deal. You've got it. No problem. And here we were. So I'm sitting here going, I'm wasting my time. This is ridiculous. You, the lady, the, 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 um, director, the, the boss said, already just told me that we're not going to have a discussion. And you're saying, let's have a meeting. I sure hope we're not going to a meeting. That's telling me a nice way that we're telling me no again. Right. Um, oops, sorry. And so we go to this meeting. In this meeting, she starts to explain, when I use words like this and this and this, this is what I mean. And I'm thinking to myself, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. And because that's the reality. It's like you've given me a month of confirmations that this is going to go. You finally send the email to get the the final on it so that we can finish the contract and it's all blown out of the water. And now you're telling me I need to sit here for a meeting to talk about it. And your meeting is to tell me how you use words. I'm so not in this, (laughs) but I sat there and I listened. See, so that's all the stuff that's going through my head. But then I sat there and I listened. That's what's on the face. I sat there and I listened. And afterwards, the person that was with me kind of started getting a little riled, um, a little heated, and, and she, the, the boss was very accommodating and basically patting him on the head of, I understand, and la, 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 la. Um, and so finally, it was my turn, and I looked at her and I said, I simply want to know if you're going to honor the verbal agreement. So I saw this happening differently, right? You retract in that whole process. I saw it happening differently in my meeting. That's where my position was. I saw this happening differently. I just want to know if you're going to honor the verbal agreement. So that is a statement. The end of that story is yes, they did end up honoring the verbal agreement. It was like, a 15 minute meeting. It wasn't a big deal. I have no idea why we needed to do that extra meeting, but, um, and then I got that in writing as I sat there. Um, and I just said, I need to, you know, would you mind putting that in writing because of what we've been through? I'm concerned. Um, so I saw that happening differently is a statement you can use. You can also use, can I, can we start over? (laughs) just say can you know mm, can we just start over so simple simple things to get things back on track when they're when they're off track um simply say hey let me cover that later i'm sorry i that may have come out wrong um that didn't come out right well i saw that happening differently can we start over those are the things I hope you're feeling empowered and liberated and to have the holiday you want.